Greetings, dear ones. You are listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, and I am Janine Strong. Before we start, I want to apologize for the quality of this recording. Something's wrong with either my recording equipment or something I did or my new hard drive. I don't know, but I debated as to whether or not I should re-record. However, this conversation is so spontaneous and delightful that I decided not to. And anyway, you are here not to listen to me, but to Elena Danan. When I edit, I will get to hear if this intro sounds any better. (laughs) Ah, technology. Okay, onward. I am excited about my conversation with Elena Danan as we are going to delve into a topic that I have been interested in and exploring for many decades. At age nine, Elena was abducted by Zeta Reticuli small greys, the SROG, to be taken into large-scale hybridization programs. The abduction was, as you can imagine, traumatic and is described in detail in her first bestseller, A Gift from the Stars, which I highly recommend. In this book, she describes how she was rescued by a crew of the Galactic Federation of Worlds, all blonde, fair-skinned people from different star systems. The ship captain, named Thor Han Eridin, from Ashara in the Pleiades, became her regular contact throughout her life to this day. Elena's mission is to help earthly humans awaken to their true potential and power through her books and her speaking. I think you are going to enjoy this. Hello, Elena. Welcome. Hi, Janian. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're very, very welcome. Why don't you start by, you know, I'm sure you're used to this. You've been on a lot of podcasts, uh, just telling us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go in whatever direction you want. These are difficult times, and I know that you will be able to, I, I'm, I'm putting a lot on you here, uh, <laughs> to inspire us <laughs> that uh, all is not lost on this planet. <laughs> Well, um, I was born as a very psychic child and um, I always was used to be confronted to um, supernatural uh, phenomenon. And at the age of nine, I was abducted by a grey alien and uh, rescued by other uh, more benevolent um, aliens, tall, blonde people. But that's my story, my life story. Everybody knows me um, and uh, with this story, but the the real me is archaeologist. Well, the real me, <laughs> the the hidden me, <laughs> is I'm an archaeologist, and wow. uh, I spend my life studying ancient sites. I am French, as you can hear. Was yes. born in Fran- France, and uh, I've been working in sacred sites in France, in the south of France, mm-hmm. on different uh, sites, um, mostly. Um, prehistoric and uh, pre-Celtic sites and then I spent eight years of my life in Egypt as an archaeologist so that was uh, pretty much uh, interesting. So I have to ask is that as exciting as it sounds? I mean to me it sounds very exciting but I would imagine it's also a lot of work in the hot sun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes, yes. It's uh, it can be very, very difficult physically, you know, uh, because um, it's it. 
we romanticize a lot. Oh my God, yes, archaeologists in Egypt. Oh my God, how lucky. <laughs> well, yes, but um, not every day because sometimes it was extremely hard physically and sometimes even uh, morally because, you know, um, a woman working in a, in a country where Islam regulates mm. every part of life, mm -hmm. it's very difficult. So I had to learn the language very quickly, learned uh, their uh, traditions, um, the modern traditions, mm -hmm. all the what to say, what not to say, how to behave, how not to behave. And although I did my best of effort, um, I was still the, the, the foreigner, the oh, white wow. woman, and oh. I wasn't considered uh, respected as, you know, uh, very, very well. So sometimes it was a bit difficult, you know, but um, I survived. The job, the job was very interesting, um, exciting, <laughs> even though sometimes physically it was difficult. It, it was sometimes, you know, when, when you reach uh, temperatures uh, up to 50 degrees Celsius. Oh, I don't my know goodness. If, I don't yeah. either because I still think in, in Fahrenheit, but I just know that's very, very, very hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very hot. Wow. It's a temperature when you you start to have headaches. And uh, um, I remember my um, the, the sun just burns you like acid. And I oh. remember I I, I I wasn't wearing makeup, and I have uh, black eyelashes, which have normal length, normal black uh, eyelashes. Mm -hmm. And when I was closing my eyes, my eyelashes were burning my skin because they were black, and it was so hot. Oh my god. That kind of heat. How do you how do you function in that? I mean, really? It's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. Wow. So we were working from six in the morning to uh midday and then uh, going back to the mission and uh have a cold shower, a meal and sleep the rest of the, the afternoon. Yes. Wow. Um, that's what's interesting. A little bit of reality about archaeology, folks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Oh, thank you. I, that's, I find that very interesting because you're right. We do romanticize these things. And, you know, when you think about it, I'm sure it's mostly out in the sun, although there, you know, there may be coverings or something, but it's usually in areas that are really hot. Yeah. You're physically exerting yourself and sweating and, and, you know, ugh, probably not feeling the best. Hopefully when you find something, that's what makes it all worth it. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. The work takes over the, the pain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So you're an archaeologist, and um, I know you're a, a, a Druid uh, priestess, right? Yes, yes. So when I came back from Egypt, I uh, I arrived in the south of France, southwest, to the beautiful uh place I was living in a village I moved in in a village in the middle of the woods it was very romantic that time mm -hmm. and uh, I learned about um, I was fascinated by nature and the traditional um, you know um, beliefs uh, of the, the, the people there um, and I start to learn with the, the the farmers the cycles of nature and I I start my my curious nature wanted wanted to know more, and uh, so I decided to start studying the ancient traditions, the, the ancient pagan 
traditions mm-hmm. uh, of rural uh, France. And uh, that's what uh, drew me to the, the Druids, the Druidry. And uh, I was so very interested in that and started studying for myself. And then um, 12 years ago, I moved to Ireland mm-hmm. for just, you know, I was always... Um, attracted to 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 go there so i moved into uh, to ireland and then i i just did it fully i i started studying druidry for uh officially for real and uh, i was trained and ordained and certified uh six years later um it was a very uh, an extraordinary adventure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so because of your interested in the metaphysical that's why you moved to Ireland? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, okay. yes. Okay. Okay, and I believe you're also, uh, from what I've seen on your web pages, <clears throat> excuse me, you are a, a beautiful artist. Ah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> that as well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I illustrate my books as well, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So now, if I recall from uh, reading... I don't remember which book. I've read two of your books, and I, I just downloaded your one, Resilience, the the Kindle book, so I'm excited to start reading that. You you didn't have any contact with Thorhan for quite a few years. Is that correct? Yes, it's correct. Um, he came back into my life in 2018. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, when... Uh, yes, when um, there was a very uh, quite important uh, UFO sighting in Ireland in 2018, and I didn't know until the following morning I saw that in the newspapers. But I was on board one of the ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So why did he? Why did he reconnect with you? He reconnected with me. Well, I was taken on board one of the ships because they were uh, back. They were away for a certain while. And then they were back. The Galactic Federation of Worlds, the the organization for which he, he works, was uh, started to be active, more active, and the troops were called back into the star system because, as he said to me, something extraordinary was about to happen for Earth. So at the time, 2018, I, I didn't know anything. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I went, okay, right, whoa. It's good, right? He said, yes, and they were very excited. The whole team was there on the ship because I I have many friends. It's always the same crew that I knew that rescued me uh, was always there. Uh So everybody, yes, yes, that's going to be great. And we're here for that. And it's going to be great. You know, because they they can see the future. And definitely the timeline had switched on to... progressive one and it, it was very hopeful and they were here to do the job and help us um, you know gradu- graduate graduate in, in a way into our own um, evolution and, and the next step in our evolution um, in consciousness notably mm-hmm. so they 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 were back for that they were back for that okay and so then they when they you could finish what you're saying, but I'd like you to explain a little bit about the Galactic Federation of Worlds and this for everyone. Yes, yeah, sure. So the Galactic Federation of Worlds, it's quite a recent organization in the, the history of the, the galaxy. 
they are um, centered into um, diplomatic and military uh, activity. Okay. They are um, an organization that that federates hundreds of thousands of different worlds and cultures of this galaxy only. What we call the Milky Way, they call it Nataru. I love it, Nataru. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, they yes. They, so they, they make sure that balance and justice and equity is uh, respected uh, in the galaxy. And when it is necessary, well, they intervene militarily or diplomatically. There are different levels within this organization. There's uh, the military um, level, which Thorhan, my, my rescuer and friend, is part of. And there's also different upper levels of diplomacy. There's a lower council and a high council. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that's who they are. Okay, so so they do they like mediate if there are disputes or if there are if somebody becomes um, why my brain today? Come on, not this not time for a senior moment. Like if somebody wants to start a war or impose on uh, another race or another planet, do they intervene or? Yes, yeah, so that's it. There's a prime directive, which is uh, an, um, how to say, application of uh, a greater general law of the universe, universal law. This prime directive is mainly about free will, because free will is the greater law of the universe. That's how evolution oh. works, free will. So they, they follow this... These, these rules that have been put into a codex, which is called the Prime Directive. Okay. And this states that uh, it's not recommended to intervene into the evolution of a world. They need to help to, to, to observe a world developing. And uh, sometimes when the, the culture is about to, for instance, uh, dis- self-destroy, like mm-hmm. we've nearly done that several times on earth with atomic uh, devices they've always deactivated our atomic devices uh, forbid us to, to to destroy the planet and so they are behind the scenes trying to keep a culture alive without intervening until it's really the last you know last option they are going to to kill themselves um and then there's uh, another clause that says that if a culture is interfered by an off-world culture, some uh, invaders from outer space, mm-hmm. <laughs> let, it, let, it say, let us say that clearly, invaders from outer space, and they coerce the people and they, they, they conquer the planet, then the people need to request assistance. So it, it just takes a few leaders, or even a leader, to request assistance. It's, doesn't, it's not worth, you know, the whole planet does it. Just someone in charge requests assistance. But to request assistance, you need to be aware that the Galactic Federation exists. Right. So, so they make themselves known and they give the choice. We can help you. And it's exactly what happened in 1954 and 1955 in America with the Eisenhower administration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that that's what they wanted to ask you about was 
the MJ-12 and Eisenhower and, and, and Val Thor's meeting with them. So if you would like to go into that, that would be great. Sure, sure. So there, there is a very nefarious, powerful empire in this galaxy, which is really, really annoying everyone. They're extremely powerful. They are called Nebu. And the Nebu are to- a tall gray alliance from the Orion zone. So they are tall greys from Orion. They are also called the Orion group or the Orion Grey Collective. It's the same. Okay. They they like to assimilate worlds. For the Trekkies <laughs> mm-hmm. who like Star Trek, for the Trekkies it's uh, they are represented uh, as the Borgs. That's the Borgs in Star uh-huh. Trek. Interesting. That's it. Star Trek is a disclosure, you know. Right. Uh, so the, so uh, the Nebu wanted Earth. They say, oh, okay, we're going to have that one now. And the Galactic Federation went, oh boy. So um, they are coming for this little planet. We are going to give them the choice down there because uh, that that's not right. So in 1954, the Eisenhower administration was contacted by the Galactic Federation of Worlds. They sent ships and they met with President Eisenhower, Dwight Eisenhower mm-hmm. and they said to him, well, um, the greys are coming. We do not recommend that you associate with them. They are extremely deceptive, extremely tricky. They're going to lead you into a trap. Do not accept. We recommend that you do not accept any treaty, sign any treaty with them. In exchange, you can go with us and what we are offering you is medical technology, uh, very cool technology for your evolution and your sciences. We are going to help you with science. But I want we want a condition in return is that you disarm all your nuclear devices and weapons oh, okay. because we are going to give you this technology. You need to be a peaceful planet. If you hit on each other, we're not going to give you more powerful tool. <laughs> I, I guess we didn't do very well on that. Uh, <clears throat> no, no, we didn't we? do very well because what happens is that, well, Eisenhower signed with the Galactic Federation of World. He said, yes, I'm going with you. But something we, we are not really aware of, he signed with the Galactic Federation of Worlds. But... The MJ-12, it was a freshly, uh, you know, the CIA and the MJ-12 have been created after, just after uh, the, the Roswell incident. Mm, you know, okay. that's when the mm-hmm. Greys the the discovered Earth in the 1940s. And, ni- and 1947, Roswell incident was a Trojan horse to say, hey, we have technology. You want it? Look how cool it is. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And... 1955, the Greys arrive a year later, as the Federation has had force foretold. The Greys arrive and uh, Eisenhower, they meet with Eisenhower and Eisenhower says, no, I'm not doing that. And uh, it, it wasn't easy for him. He said, no, I've already signed with the Federation. I'm not doing that. But the MJ-12 signed with the Greys behind Eisenhower's back. So there were two agreements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eisenhower was furious. Uh, Elena, do you know who it was in the MJ-12 that signed? 
with the grace? I don't remember. I okay. don't recall just right now. Okay. But, uh, well, it was the people in charge at the, at the time in the MJ-12. Okay. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Federation then said, well, we are going to proceed. It's fine. We are going to proceed as we do normally in these conditions. We are going to un undercover, help you develop a defense system. We are going to empower you to kick the greys and to, to create, uh, you know, because you, you can't beat these guys. We barely can. You can't. So we are going to work together. And that's how uh, uh, Commander Valthor was sent uh, to the Pentagon to set up these programs of cooperations uh, with the U.S. Navy. This gave birth to Solar Warden Fleet and other uh, secret space programs, positive secret space programs in other countries. Okay. Uh, that's uh, what has happened. Hmm, interesting. So, they, so someone, gosh, so an ordinary citizen like myself can't ask them to come and help. It's <laughs> not enough, huh? There has to be a leader. No, I mean, yes, uh, of course, someone in charge. But then uh, they encourage, the Federation encourages everyone to request assistance because what is it about? They, they're already assisting us since 1950s, 40s, no, 1950s, sorry. Okay. It's, it's not going to change anything because... Uh, the assistance is already here for mm -hmm. a long time. But what will it do? If you request assistance, you go out, for instance, you stand under the sky and you say, I request assistance to our good galactic allies, the Galactic Federation of Worlds, the Andromedan Council, and you name them, you know. Um, I request assistance to liberate us and to liberate me from slavery for my own sovereignty. What it does, when you request assistance, you free yourself. You liberate yourself from what? From the agreements that have been made on your behalf without you knowing oh. by oh. the governments. Because you never sign, as a person, oh. as a person, mm -hmm. you never sign anything. Right, exactly. To be abducted. You never. So uh, it's a trick, you know. You acknowledge that you are free when you do that. I stand as a sovereign being, and I um, I wrote a text um, that suggests you can read in my second book. We will never let you down. That uh, I myself and Thorhan made this text together to offer people a base, something they can say, as you know, um, I stand for myself. I rescind all the agreements made on my behalf by with the grace, and I'm free, sovereign, galactic being. And uh, that is recommended because, you know, it sets you free. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there is a value of people doing things in numbers, right? And you don't have to gather together. You can just all, we can all be doing that at, at night when we're looking out at the stars and wondering where help is. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it's almost like a parking lot out there, you know, that's full of of, of ships and and people or beings, you know, checking out checking out what's going on here. I don't know if that's true, but oh yes, it's very crowded. It's very crowded. <laughs> <laughs> and and I also uh, someone who was it was it, maybe it was Julia Balaz who said that um, I think it was her. Uh, she said that. 
that it's it, there's actually a long waiting line to get to come to incarnate on the planet right now and and that it's you know it's not just if you want to decide you want to incarnate you can just incarnate it's uh, there are a lot of beings a lot of souls that want to be here for this and I'm like wow really <laughs> no I confirm everyone wants to be here to see the the graduation and be part of it so what is the graduation what I mean Why, why are they allowing like all of the all of the chemtrails and the you know the harp all the weather modulation that's going on and and all of the destructive forces that are happening and it, that that that's the end that's the end of the 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 nefarious ones the human problems you know because the they're not so the ethics of the galactic federation of worlds is they are not saving anyone they are empowering people to save themselves that then okay. they do not interfere in the evolution but they, when there is a disbalance they work for balance balance you know uh, peace and balance is their um, um, motto you know uh, so they they are going to help us uh, to to fight it and to resolve it because they can only act on the extraterrestrial problem but the human problem it us to do it it's the humans to 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 chase their own demons you know they cannot do it for us because if they do it for us if they're not doing a service it's like do it doing the, the homeworks of your kid right. you don't do your kid's homeworks he needs to struggle with it and try to to do it you know mm -hmm. that's it mm -hmm. it's like riding a bicycle you need to do it learn it yourself nobody can you know yeah. uh, <laughs> do it for you <laughs> <laughs> that that's for sure <laughs> that's funny um so do you see more i mean like i'm seeing what well, you and i are both interested in a little pre-talk we had it, we're both interested in healing technologies and and uh things like that do you see i, I mean it seems like more it just and it feels like that that this is the time when more Uh, beneficial, shall we say, technology is being unveiled or, or you know, is, is coming to the fore for people. Um, you know, there's a lot of like, I don't know if you've heard of, uh, I was going to tell you about that this EE system um, is looks like an amazing technology. There's, a, you know, the Spooky 2. You and I both are just learning how to use that. Yes. You know, there are all of these different things. This terahertz technology. I mean, uh, uh, pulse electromagnetic frequency stuff has been around for a long time. There are things like tachyons, you know, tachyon chambers and, um, you know, just all kinds of things that can help humanity. You know, and some people say that things like med beds don't exist and others say they do. Uh, med beds aren't being released for, you know, the, the people. You know, it's hard because it's, I, I listen to a lot of different people and, you know, I try to take in as many different uh, perspectives as possible. Um, so sometimes it's hard to know what is actual fact and what isn't. <laughs> Maybe you can assist there. Well, MedBed exists are still being, uh, at the moment, are being implemented on Earth. And I have even a friend who's in a on a west waiting waiting list in Holland i mean it's it's real it's mm -hmm. totally real okay uh, the the technologies are being uh, mass produced on the moon and people train there 
but it's and slowly being implemented because it you know needs a structure. You need to uh, have the, the 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 infrastructure to to have this. It 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 takes time, but it, it's it's getting done slowly, slowly. The thing is that uh, the deep state is still in power, so well losing power, but uh, so it doesn't speed up things. But soon it would be better. It seems like more people have to wake up. I, th- I think to me, that's part of, we all have our line, right? Like for me, I won't, I won't get the shot. I won't take any vaccines. You know, that's, this is my body and I won't do that. And that's, that's kind of my line in the sand. But for mm-hmm. others, it, it's going to take someone they care about dying or, yeah. or, or being, you know, terribly disabled um, before yeah. they hit their line in the sand. And, and so yeah. I think people just, they have to wake up to, because otherwise, how can things change if people don't wake up to what's going on? I mean, I've been studying so much of historically, like for, for centuries, how this whole system has been built up on the planet to, to control everyone. And I, it's just, it's mind boggling. First of all, that they even want to do it. Why? What's, you know? Um, but also just that how been subtly controlled through kind of a soft propaganda, um, you know, to prepare everyone to accept what's happening right now. Yes, yes. The the thing is the you know the white hats and the, the the Earth Alliance and the Federation they do not want to cause chaos, so it needs to be done um, really intelligently. And progressively, otherwise chaos will uh, make everything worse. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing as well. So that's why it's taking time. Do, do, have you been give, given any idea as to like what timing is, what the timing is at all? No, no, because they they don't know it themselves because it depends on us. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, um, the older people who give dates, uh, I don't believe them. Because my, from my perspective, what my contacts are telling me is that uh, we are making our future as we go. Uh, on at a long term, it's great. I've been shown the future at long term, but I've been shown the future in 100 years. But the way to get there, we make it happen. You know, it's pretty much it's anchored. But the way there are a million ways to get there. So, and we will. So there's no dates because we are making it happen, you know. Got it. So what kinds of things do you see as being you know, the most important that individuals need to do to help move this along? Are there any specific things that... Yes. Okay. Um, raising our frequency. Mm-hmm. Refusing fear and going within. That's it. Avoid fear and distractions. We need to unite. We need to be one, one planet, one species, one culture and federate in peace. Of course, we will never all get along together. That's human nature and it is necessary for evolution. Conflict and challenges are necessary for evolution. But <laughs> to a certain point, we need to, to, to be okay globally to get on together. No more wars. A peaceful planet, peaceful culture. That's what we need to do. And the deep states knows 
very well how to infiltrate, to destabilize a society, a, a group of humans, a community. They do that very well. First, they separate people in communities. Yes. Uh, races, politics, religions, colors, uh, genders, uh, whatever, you know, uh, they, they, they do that themselves. They manipulate people, you know. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. When you mm -hmm. think, because I, I, I'm used to, 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 to meet uh, other cultures from other planets and they're very different beings and they all get on together in the Federation because, because they're, you know, they've passed this step. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's weird colors and shapes and, you know, <laughs> way of behaving, of moving, but who cares? I think you know? that would be exciting. <laughs> yes, but in fact, look at the ch children in, in school. Mm -hmm. They don't care either, you know, that the, the, they play with the Chinese boy, an African boy, a Russian boy. They don't care. It, it's a boy. It's a kid. Right. You know, we are here like this. So creating division, it's what they do. They separate us in division. We are one species. Who prefers sleeping with men or women or prefers to identify as female or male? Who cares? That's their life. Great. F fair play to you. I'm happy you find your, your balance. But that let us not make a whole movement. Right. It, you know? right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's life. Mm -hmm. And I think something important to differentiate here is that that the the deep state, the global predators, whatever you want to whatever you want to call them, um, they also want one world, but they want it in a way that they control everyone. The whole yes. idea of the the chips, the passports, or the cards, where you've got your QR code, and if you, I mean, if anybody if anybody doubts this, just do some research on what China has done. The, the or not what China has done what the Communist Party has done to the Chinese with their social credit system. If you, well, right now, if you didn't uh, get your, your PCR test, then you can't access your bank account or, you know, you, 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 can't, you can't do anything. Um, it's total control that they want. And that's not what we're talking about here. No, there's different. Yeah, we're talking about the Federation. The Federation, there's no one above everyone. Compared to the new world order uh, pattern, the new world, new world order means one leader who is a tyrant, a dictator, and and is at the top of the pyramid, the the, the all-seeing eye. They really <laughs> designed yes. it to tell mm -hmm. us exactly what yes, it is. Exactly. <laughs> a federation, it's a sphere or a circle, uh, and n it's more of a circle. No one is in the middle. Everyone is at the periphery of the circle mm -hmm. all together. Mm -hmm. And uh, Federation, as I've been shown, the, the Federation on Earth, the Earth Federation, it's planetary Federation, is every country keeps their identity, you know, uh, heritage, music, mm -hmm. arts, identity, language, their culture, and mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. But they are all have a representative in the council of the federation, and it, it will be all councillors, and they will they will just 
chat about everything, you know. It's it's kind of an improved, up, upgraded uh, point two <laughs> uh, version of Europe, uh, you know, if, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in in a good way. Uh, no one and uh, no one. There will be a herald, someone who opens the the session and close it, but no one is uh, deciding for everyone else. That's the federation. That's the world we are going towards. And when we reach that, we can enter membership in the Galactic Federation of Worlds because we will not be a threat, uh, a potential chaos uh, into uh, into an organized, uh, federated, positive organization. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Thank you. That's a very good explanation of the difference between what the deep state is trying to do to unify the planet and what the Federation is is trying to yes. do or, yes. or support us in, I should say. Yes, the, the New World Order, it's built, uh, was about to be, because it won't happen, was uh, built uh, on the structure of a hive. It, that's a graze, that's the graze, the Nebu graze from Orion, uh-huh. who they worked with. A hive, you have a, a queen, and the queen is, um, it's a hive consciousness, so all the consciousnesses are um, commanded by one consciousness, which is the queen, and everybody is interfaced with her. That was the technologies they wanted to put in us you know uh, and it has started with the um, i'd say i don't know how <laughs> the censorship is to, to keep your podcast right. but i the said jab. The po- the jab. okay the i said i said the pointy needle <laughs> <laughs> yes yes oh, the poke poke mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. yes and there was this interface technology in it which failed so um so people who get it won't, you know, because the system failed, so they, there will be no interface, but they will just have to be to heal from the products that go with that. That's all, you know. That's so good it's to fun. know. That's good yes. to know. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's not healthy to have it. It's not healthy. It's difficult. It can kill you if you have a, a bad health and it can destroy your immune system. But those who have been coerced into having it, it you can heal from it you know there's many ways of you know um, healing from it so um do, do not fear it it's you know that's not the the moment to 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 fear um so what was i talking about yes the the future of earth future of earth will be like this i've seen it they've shown it to me and they said they they really insist that it's going it, it's going to be like this and, you know, um, I like my very, very good friend, Alex Collier, who is a long time, long term, 40 years Andromedan contactee. Mm-hmm. He says always energy goes, uh, no, energy flows where intention goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. as human beings, we have a tremendous power. We've been hidden, that, that thing, that you know, mm-hmm. since ever, but we have mm-hmm. a tremendous power and we have the power with our mind to create our reality. When we say that, that means a thought is an uh, electrical impulsion. A thought, it's, it, it's, it, you send out a frequency okay. uh, carried by an, electro, an electromagnetic wave mm-hmm. and that is going to go somewhere. Where does it go? It, it is caught in the web the, the the electromagnetic grid of the the planetary matrix and it just 
get imprinted in the planetary matrix, in the grid, what we call also the holographic grid. Um, that's when you think about something, you visualize it, and if you put emotion on it, you're going to multiply the power of it. Like uh, you'll watch the news and millions and millions of people watch the same a fear-mongering, dramatic news that tells you, for instance, oh my God, there's going to be a meteorite crashing on Earth, blah, blah, blah. Well, everybody is going to, with fear, imprint into the planetary matrix that a meteorite is going to hit Earth. And maybe, you know, it will attract one to fall. You know? mm -hmm. Because this power. And that's a big uh, example, but uh, it's how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only time I watch TV, like most people do, is when I'm in a hotel, <laughs> which hasn't been very often in the last two years. <laughs> but, you know, and it's it's a shock. It's like, you know, all the ads and everything. It, it's sort of like, wow, this is what people actually watch all the time. It's kind of yeah. crazy. It is. So, Elena, could you share with us a little bit now, because you said you been given the gift of seeing the future. Can you share with us a little bit about what you saw to give us some inspiration and hope? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was shown, uh, I looked into what we could call a looking glass device. It was a different mm -hmm. one from those who are available on earth by okay. people. Um, it was a, a tubular a cylinder and there were moving there was a kind of moving plasma what I could identify as moving plasma in it okay. and it, your your thoughts were crystallizing in it it crystallizing the plasma into uh, images and holographic images for instance I was said say earth 100 years from now okay so I looked at the, the thing and I said earth 100 years from now. And suddenly the, the plasma starts to stop moving and crystallize and I could see like a movie. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> and like if I was, and so I was suddenly if, like if, as if I was a bird or a drone, but I know what it is in reality. It's, you know, when you see these plasma spheres yeah. uh, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, that's it. That's what it is. Uh, they, it, they are, it's their drones, so they can even go in the past, in the future with that. So, and it was, it's like a remote viewing camera. And I was, so, so it was flying above a landscape. And what first hit me was nature. There were trees everywhere. I went, what am I, where am I? The whole earth, nature had repaired itself. And I thought in only 100 years, how that can happen? We are, it's dramatic at the moment. Um, but it was. And then I started to understand. There were, there were less humans on earth because there were a lot of people in colonies on other planets. Mm -hmm. And also there, was, there were uh, anti-gravity cities, towns, villages. And the earth wasn't polluted anymore by, you know, steel, concrete and all the, the horrible things. Nature could repair. And on the, on the ground, I could see f there were farms and animals and, uh, you know, and, and farming 
uh, was uh, for people living on the ground, producing food. And uh, all the technology was in floating cities. It was quite uh, impressive. So that was only, only 100 years from now. And when I, I'm told it's going to go very fast, once all the technologies are unleashed, it is going to go so fast, you are going to be disturbed how, how fast it is going to be. I've, oh, I've regularly heard that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I know I... Well, I was telling you that I've been listening to Cosmic Disclosure um, on Gaia TV. Emery Smith has been interviewing mm -hmm. this uh, man named Tim, this German guy. Mm -hmm. And he said that he was talking to a colleague one day about something, and the other person said, we have the technology to clean up this entire planet in three days. That's it. They just, won't, it. They just won't release it. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Here we go. I mean, that it, to me that is so disgusting that they won't do it. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, we we don't we do not need to find anything to do any research. We have already everything. It's just the patents are just blocked. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I, I don't suppose you um, <clears throat> you said a hundred years out. I don't suppose you check like maybe ten or twenty five to see if there's any. No, because the, the thing is, uh, I wasn't allowed because uh, things are moving. I'm. It's like when you uh, you read uh, because I'm a tarot reader, so I mm -hmm. used to to read tarot for people, and I realized that if I was saying to them, "Oh, that's going to happen in like, next week," they would just wait for it to happen, and it would not happen. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Because I you need you. to struggle. You need to struggle. And make it yourself. If someone tells you already the, the, the end of the game, how it's going to be, you're going to wait for it and not going to do the effort. That's why I wasn't allowed to see before 100 years, because we need to do it, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand. And it still sucks. But yeah, I understand. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Wow. So... Can you give us a little more, uh, a, a little uh, more expanded or broader view of these beings, these races that are are trying to help us, or the ones who aren't? Now, I I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to get your take on this. So, one of the things that Tim has said, uh, commented on a few times, <clears throat> is that first is that there's been what he calls an installation, installation that has been put around the earth by the Dracos to keep humans, basically to keep them down. He said, we should be, we should be able to live to be three, four, five hundred years old. We are, our, our frequency should be much higher. We should be much more, you know, spiritually elevated. And he said that they have been in the process of dismantling this installation. They've been working on dismantling it and getting rid of the Dracos that are still on the planet. Does that... So that resonates exactly with the intel I have. Um, there was... So I, um, I have a different way of explaining the same thing, as mm -hmm. I have been told. Okay. There was a machine that was on the moon. Um, this machine was broad broadcasting uh, lower frequencies to bind us down into a third density, very heavy, uh, to alter our DNA and, DNA and make us dumb. 
And um, this, um, the real machine was on Saturn, and the moon was just a relay machine. Okay, okay. both both have been last year in 2021. Both have been in February 2021 taken, taken down, dismantled. Here we go. Okay. Good. Mm. Good. Yeah. You know, and and other things like I just happened to look at a note that somebody wanted to know about primary water. Things like that that we've been oh, yeah. told that there's not enough water. My understanding is there's enough water under the crust of the planet that it's more than the oceans. It's, oh, yeah. The deep state does that. Yeah, it's pure mineralized water. And this whole thing about fossil fuel, uh, my understanding is that the, uh, the the gas, the oil that's that's in the earth is renewable. It renews itself. It's not you know, when you think about it, how many friggin' fossils, how many dinosaurs would there have to be to have all of the fuel come from fossils? I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's that's the deep state who wants to bind us into a fossil fuel uh, enslavement dependence, and because they it nourishes their, their pocket, they make profit with that. Yeah. The day because we Tesla was shut down because if he, if Tesla hadn't been shut down, we will already be. 100 years in the future, we have been stolen 100 years of our evolution. And I'm really angry, when frustrated when I say that. I know. I we know. should be 100 years. What I saw should be now. And that really annoys me deeply. And it's really makes me angry because, damn, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we are still struggling with so much, excuse me, crap. <laughs> And yeah. crap, no yeah. crap, non crap, non technology. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, the the now, why do did they sh they shut down Tesla? Why do they want to to keep on uh, fossil fuels uh, only because it's all the cartel cartels of oils? That's the cabal, that's the deep states, that's the Freemasons, that right. the whole the whole you know bodies. And, and people need to realize electric cars aren't any better because to charge them, you've got to use electricity. And electricity comes from where, everybody? <laughs> yeah, the future you know? is anti-gravity. Yes. Anti-gravity yeah. doesn't pollute. It doesn't. It's auto-self. It works with magnets. Mm -hmm. So magnets, it, they never stop. And a magnet is a magnet. It never is going to stop being a magnet, you know. Right. right. <laughs> so um, what I was saying, yes, free, uh, free energy, renewable free energies. May it come from nature, like wind, wave power, sun, solar power, uh, earth, heat. All of this is eternally renewable it's it's the elements it's always there the winds there will always be wind on earth to move the air and move the waves you know the the earth will always produce heat etc that is free and anti-gravity which is a technological free energy is free as well because well you have to to produce it you, you need to buy the, the the car maybe but then you don't need to have to supply it the supply is free you just right. have to buy the vehicle you know but what does it mean free energy it means that the guy the farmer who is going to um to 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 raise uh, cows for instance 
the electricity he will have no electricity bill he will have no water bill and no heat bill he, he will have no bills mm -hmm. so the cost of his production will be so ridiculous and the the you know if you want to buy the byproducts of uh, like milk or meat uh, we we are going to give up eating meat at a stage but imagine that's an example you will want I to buy I hope not meat. because we're going to eat crickets yes. Yeah, yeah, but imagine you want to buy meat or milk or, you know, or even chicken eggs or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's It will be ridiculously cheap or free because it will cost nothing for the production. Nothing. No cost. Imagine. Yeah, you have to feed the, 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 the animals. That's all. So they don't want that. When I, I keep reading about people, uh, who was the last one? This man who... He had a patent for um, fueling vehicles by, with water, and he died. You know, it, it's like all these people, mm -hmm. they commit suicide or they mysteriously die or people who actually invent or discover something that could be of benefit to humanity, but uh, the, you know, the conglomerates aren't going to make money on. Mm. It's, yeah. It's just sickening. Mm-hmm. Sickening. So, how? Okay, so let's see. What was the? Uh, okay, so raising our frequency. Now, are there particular ways that you like to share with people about how to raise our frequency? Besides, I, I would say number one is staying out of fear. Yes. Okay. Find your happy place. <laughs> that's that's very stupid, <laughs> but that uh, sounds stupid, but it works. Um, First, refuse fear, because fear is manipulation. Good point. When you refuse fear every day, you, no, no, no. When you hear something that is potentially going to uh, be anxiogenic or, you know, um, cause you fear or anxiety, just ignore it. Say, no, no, not for me. The world will keep going around if I don't listen to that. Anyway, I need to get on with my life, do what I need to do in my day, and that I stress myself with this information will not help me going on with my life. So whatever, the whatever attitude is amazing. What is important is that I perform my duties in my life, my mission, what I have to do. So that first, it's a state of mind. Then you, I, I recommend five minutes every day, ten minutes, uh, just going within, going within meditation, um, and we're just looking who inhabits this body of flesh, who is inside, who is inside this this flesh envelope, oh, because you you are not this body, and you know who's inside, and you try to tune in with who is inside. How do you look like? What's the color of this being? How many fingers? How many, you know, um, how tall or small or the skin color? Who's in it? And why you do that? You observe this being and you tune in and you try to know who this being inside is. Well, you, you are rising your frequency. You are attuning into the frequency of this being inside of you. Because all souls are of a higher frequency than these 3D bodies. So uh -huh. that's, and once you're there, you can remain and you're aware, oh, I am this being. And as long as you remain in this stage and as many times as you do it with time, 
you will start to feel that you are connected with anything else that is in this higher frequency and the universe and your soul group. And that's that's a whole adventure that starts. Mm-hmm. Also, find your happy place. Uh, laugh. Watch. You know, laughing is raising your frequency as well. Watch funny movies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know? My husband and I have been watching Seinfeld while we eat the old Seinfeld movies because they're so funny. Yeah. So we can laugh. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, avoids uh, alcohol, alcohol uh, spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it bears the real name spirits because uh, it attracts lowers your vibration really vibration so much that it attracts spirits to hook at you. It's very uh, oh. incredible. Um, yeah, and um, that's it. Find your happy place, reconnect with who you are, and that's enough. I think do at least well. Let's just say do one thing every day that brings you joy. Yes. Right. It, whether yes. it's something for yourself or something for someone else, yes. but try to do at least one thing out of your busy schedule because we're all busy that brings you joy. Yeah, could be if you have a river nearby, just going and sitting by the river for a few minutes. But I think that's really important, and I have to listen to myself here too while I'm saying that because <laughs> <laughs> I don't always do that. Excellent. Okay, so I do. I have a question for you. So why do souls want to come to Earth in the first place? I mean, there are a lot of other planets, galaxies. I mean, there are a lot of other places to to be, to incarnate, to have experiences. But why do souls even want to come here? Some for the experience and some because they have they choose uh, a mission. They want to do something to help. The l- lately, uh, souls wanting to help in the war. Uh, because, you know, um, we are talking about souls that are not from the Earth planetary matrix. Right. You know, that's not the whole uh, totality. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a, okay, so that's a good point. So there's a difference between souls who are from the planetary matrix. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. And then souls who are not, but who are coming here to help. Yes, yes. Every planetary matrix, at the moment you have life developing, uh, the, uh, the planet develops as well a, a planetary etheric sphere where consciousness is going to be able to develop So and souls able to come. Um, and um, so Earth, as every other planet, inhabited planets, has a planetary uh, matrix, a planetary um, orb, okay. etheric orb. So it's the soul, the planetary soul matrix. So you have all the the, the souls, the consciousness for the plants, the animals, the elementals, uh, the humans, you know, um, and that. So uh, every planet has that. So, of course, the majority of humans on Earth are from the Earth planetary matrix. The envoys, what we call starseeds, are um, a very small group. Who came to to either experience here or either help in the war lately? The thing is, um, when so how it works is that you a soul a consciousness is going to evolve from a very primordial state uh, to uh, you know plant cellular plant animal. Uh, human in different stages in human, different stage in animals before, etc., etc. Um, I forget the mineral as well. Mm. All the rains, and um, once the soul will be in the 
the the consciousness will be evolved, developed enough, the consciousness will be able then to jump to another planetary matrix if they want so. Uh-huh. So all the envoys are, who are coming here, mm-hmm. uh, they they have already reached in their own personal planetary matrix a certain level where they are able to go and leave it and incarnate for the experience into other planetary metrics. Interesting. Oh, thank you. I haven't heard that explanation before. That's really good. So those of us who who have who don't who've never really felt like we are from here, <laughs> we're not nuts. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you know Dolores Cannon's work? She's passed yes. away now. Yes. Her book, uh, The Three Waves of Volunteers, was something that really, I remember reading that and just crying and like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one who wants to go home and who feels tired and like they've done enough. And <laughs> it made a huge difference because I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't read her work yet because I have so many things to read but uh, I've I've heard a bit of what she she experienced and said and uh, yeah sounds fascinating that's actually because I've read some of her other books too but that would be the one at least for me that had the most impact so I I would recommend as uh, you know if you were going to try to read one of her books that's the one I would recommend from okay, my thank experience, you. yeah. Wow. So, what? Oh, you know what? I do have another, uh, another friend who he gave me two questions. Let me see. Which one should I? I will. I think I keep going to the second question. So, let's see what if you uh, would like to answer this. So, this was from uh, We Will Never Let You Down, and he says on page one forty-five, you quote. Ardana, the high commander mm-hmm. of that battle station from which Thorhan operates as mission commander, as stating that the Galactic Federation of Worlds possesses the technology to retrieve a consciousness being, what you call a soul, and to place it into a cloned biological body. My understanding is that the Dark Alliance of the Nebu and Siakar also possess this technology and that it is through this technology and the harvesting of the souls of those of the appropriate vibration who die in battle here on earth that the massive personal requirements of dumb military bases around the world are met at least in large part is this true that's quite the question uh i i don't understand uh, the uh the, the question <laughs> okay what, it sounds what is like it about? okay let me see okay it sounds like what he's saying is that the dark alliance yes also possess this technology yeah. to retrieve uh the soul and to place it into a new clone body and he's asking yeah. if is through this technology I, I think what he's saying is that the the souls the bo- the, the bodies that die in battle uh, in in war on earth uh can their souls be harvested and the huge amount of people that are required for the military the underground military bases around the world that a lot of them are souls that have been harvested into cloned body biological bodies well that's very possible 
it used to work like that yes yes mm -hmm. why not yes yeah, so that that would be that would function yes i suppose mm -hmm. okay so but that isn't like like information that you've been told or no but it makes sense but it makes sense yes yes it mm -hmm. would totally make sense yes mm -hmm. totally okay. okay let's see he had another question too about a hybrid child called gaia who's intelli yes. a, a telepathic um, and he said his understanding is that she works with other hybrid children now who have been rescued. Oh, is there something about a program? Um, and if you could tell us anything more about this program and Gaia's role in it. after pro What does he say? You say something um, in the book about after processing at the science center, these children are taken by Gaia to other locations outside the solar system where they may be put into the care of foster parents. Yes, so um, in fact, Gaia is just a little girl. She's not working in any program. In fact, um, it's Myra, uh, well, Myra, her adoptive mother, who's a friend of mine, uh, is working for these programs. She's a scientist. She's a biologist. Okay. Um, so, yes, who are these hybrids? These hybrids where I've been... So, there has been an intensive breeding hybrid program for hybrids created by the Greys, the Nebu. They've, you know, that's the agreements they've passed with the MJ-12 ah, okay. to abduct people. And uh, they've went way over the numbers by millions of people every year. Uh, to create, to breed themselves in. Because of the Federation, the Nebu couldn't just come and move in. They need to use tactics, you know. Mm -hmm. So they bred themselves in by creating during 40, 70 years generations of hybrids to infiltrate the population. And now, they recently, you know, they've tried to uh, groom us to welcome them by our free will. Welcome the hybrids. They are you. They are the humans from the future. They are freaking not. <laughs> uh -huh. In the future, we're still humans. We're not greys. You know, that's a freaking lie manipulation again. We're not again. <laughs> Do not welcome any hybrids. So there's all these hybrids. Uh, they're, they're living beings. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they haven't asked anything, you know, they, they, they're innocent. So they, all those hybrids that have been rescued from the, the intensive hybrid factories in the undergrounds, because don't think that the hybrids are on, the, on ships somewhere. There's no more grays and ships in the solar system, but they were in huge, huge, huge underground facilities, dumps on Earth. That's mm -hmm. where the, the breeding programs were. Many people were, all, most of the people were abducted into the hybrid gray programs, were taken in dumps in military, under military base on Earth, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so these have, all the, the, the kids, the hybrid persons, because they are all ages, that they, are, they have been able to uh, rescue the Federation from the dumps, uh, they have, were taken off world on okay. uh, motherships, he, that it was huge work because there were like millions and millions oh. treated, yes, um, 
in like healed, uh, treated, those who were not viable were terminated because, you know, you don't want being, when you can't save someone, mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want this being to suffer. suffer so the, right. soul, the soul can be transferred into, um, uh, you know, a healthier body. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so they were healed. It's a whole process I described in my book and uh, certainly not brought back to Earth, but sent to facilities uh, on other planets and as a big programs in the Alpha Centauri system to receive these people and kids to reinsert them in a society because they are they are being disconnected from the gray hive that's important mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the first thing they do they disconnect them from the from the gray hive okay because the plan was to of the grays was to ask to co coerce the humans to welcome their hybrids who are were all interfaced with the gray queen in Orion and that was to interface the whole planet that was really really so they, wow. what they have been doing they have been doing also something horrible they all the women they've abducted um, a very a certain a certain number of them have been taken back on board the ships and they they didn't erase their memory for one thing. They were presented their children and create a bond. Then these mothers were totally traumatized and learning that they have other children and they, they can't, oh, you can't see it, but you can't keep it and buy uh, forever. It was, and then, these mothers are used to promote the gray hybrid agenda. Welcome the hybrids because they want so much to see their children, hybrid children again, uh -huh. with whom they've been bonded, you know. Uh -huh. That is preposterous, that is insane, that is cruel, that is uh -huh. Uh -huh. horrible to do that. So now you have women on earth promoting gray agenda because they, they are victims, you know, they, they've been... As, the craze, there's, there isn't more manipulative and, and deceptive and lying than grays in the galaxy. You have no idea what they are capable of. Wow. So, um, so to go back to Gaia, yeah, she's been disconnected from the hive. She's a who breed. Who breed? The who breeds are um, hybrids with human soul. Oh, hybrids, okay. yes. Hybrids, hive uh, oh. connected. Who breeds human connected? Got it. So um, mm -hmm. individuals, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So how do you, I mean, I assume there are still hybrids uh, walking around on Earth. Yes? Yes. Okay. How do you, yes. Is there a way to tell? The thing is, um, we must be very careful uh, with that because mm -hmm. it's the time when we need to unite together and not mm -hmm. be bothered by mm -hmm. how we look different, mm -hmm. you know, because what's coming, it's it is <laughs> way more different. But, you know, so we must not start a paranoia. She or he, a hybrid. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, please. You know, but how you can recognize them um well, they'll be shorter sized humans. They have um, larger forehead and uh, cranium on the top, uh, small chin, um, pale skin, uh, big eyes. They, they look like, you know, imagine a gray hybrid, you know, mm -hmm. uh, physically re re you, 
you you see them mm-hmm. uh, like this but then what well, it's okay because those who are already here you know um well they're here <laughs> do they have um uh skills or abilities that humans don't have that could be helpful telepathy yeah, telepathy 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 uh-huh. yes uh, telepathy uh now uh you know they they may still be connected to the hive. So that's a problem because mm-hmm. there are hybrids here who are still connected to the hive and who are, um, you know, manipulating people into accepting the gray agenda. So the grays have been physically kicked out from the star system, but the hybrids they left behind, it was very tricky. Uh, it's terrible. They, they still... Uh, so what they want is that from our free will, we welcome them back again. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elena, this has been quite an education. Um, is there anything that you would uh, like to wrap up with that you haven't um, uh, told the listeners yet? Well, don't lose hope. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose hope. And, you know, uh, we are in that stage where we are nearly uh, there with civilian contact. The Galactic Federation, the Intergalactic Confederation, they are showing their ships more and more. So I would advise you, uh, the best way to really realize that everything is is real, everything that, everything that I tell you is real, to look up at the sky, day or night, easier at night, and you will see them. You will see the ships. I can assure you. I can assure you. You will see ships passing. They are showing themselves to us. Just look up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the signs of hope. <laughs> it's, I have found, um, I have seen them with night vision goggles. That really does help a lot. <laughs> ah, <laughs> very good idea. Yeah, that's the best way. Stephen and I were at a conference. This was quite a while ago. And um, they passed the night vision goggles around. And I, I got to see one light up and then move and then disappear just shoot off and disappear so um but i don't think i would have seen it very well without the night vision goggles so that does help a lot wow yes very good idea very Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. (laughs) now some people say that a a lot of the site or some of the sightings are actually reversed and reverse engineered craft that we have that they're not really yes many of them okay Yes, yes, many of them uh, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we tell the difference? How do we know? Oh, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. So they thought. I could even I couldn't even tell myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I remembered because that was that was the question I wanted to ask. Because and and some people say that they're all, you know, that they're all um, pretty much, of from planet Earth, but I. I can't imagine. I, I to me, it seems no. like the weird thing. Like when they're trying to do a scare, like have a, a some kind of a weird scare tactic or something. That's probably something from us. Oh yes, yes, totally. No, yeah, there, there's a small percentage. It's our craft from the, the good progressive uh, space programs. You know, mm-hmm. like the U.S. Navy, for instance. But uh, the majority is off-world. Okay. All right. Oh, and is there anything in Antarctica? There's many things. Yeah, so that's what much. I thought. That's probably a whole. <laughs> that's probably a whole another conversation. Antarctica. <laughs> oh my God, Antarctica! It's like 
so much happening there yeah um well yeah ancient technologies that uh, are coming up mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well perhaps that could be another little conversation that we could have yes. around antarctica because that's I've, i've been learning more and more about antarctica and i'm finding it quite fascinating So oh yes, I recommend I recommend the excellent book from Dr. Michael Sala on Antarctica's hidden history. Ah, Antarctica's okay. hidden history by Dr. Michael Sala. Everything is explained in it. It's quite very well done. Mm-hmm. And Michael Sala's uh, website is uh, uh, Exopolitics, right? Yes. dot yes. org. Yeah. Yes. dot yeah. org. Okay. All right. I'll put a um, I'll put a link to that too. Wow. Well, thank you so much. And um, this has been wonderful. I'm really, uh, really appreciate all that you do. And um, I'm sure that this is a conversation that everyone is enjoying. So thank you so much, Elena, for being with us. Now, remember, everyone, the podcast website is realjanine.com. You can listen to episodes there. You can download them for uh, later, like when you're driving or something, you want to listen. Also, BitChute and Rumble will have video slideshows, and you can go there. And on the podcast webpage, there will be information, links for you to click on. Do you know someone who would find my conversation with Elena Danan inspiring? Perhaps empowering? Perhaps hopeful to keep you moving forward. And remember, enjoy every single day. Please share the love. And until next time, take care. Take care.